My name is Ash and welcome to Smash Talk. It's my little place to talk big about food, fitness, and all things nerdy. We'll be keeping it real each week, y'all, talking about lifting heavy, eating amazing foods, all while gaming our little hearts out. Because if there's one thing I've learned, it's that my people, and y'all are my people, can do the fun things and the hard things. So grab your water, get comfy, and let's go. Hi, David. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We're finally here. Because, <laughs> look, if you just listen to the intro and you listen to all of the, just the music and how that like, was a journey. the production of everything, it seems like we've got our shit together. Nothing together. But really, we're an hour and 15 minutes behind. Oh, yeah. Like, we are... We are very behind. Technically, we're like two hours and 15 minutes behind. Yeah, absolutely. But we did have other things that we had to do. So that is okay. And then nothing worked. Nothing worked. Well, it worked, but then it stopped working and then it worked and then it stopped working. So for no reason. I just feel like technology really hates me. And I don't know how we managed to get a workout stream done today because I really thought that was going to go to hell in a handbasket as my grandma liked to say when we hit that button like it could have just gone no but it just worked so we just went it just worked it's probably not the best but it it worked you know what that's all we have to do is that's you know what that's all jesus asks just just work i just feel like things have one purpose and that's what they should do but that's okay guys we're happy to be here we're happy to be talking to you being ear pals, but I do want to just update you guys really quick on something. You know what else doesn't work? <laughs> what, David? Well, listeners, regular listeners will remember last episode, two mm. weeks ago, mm. um, I was very excited mm. about my uh, Grogu Tamagotchi. <laughs> uh, ask me how it's going. David, how is Grogu? I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I lost it. He's, he's somewhere in South Bank. It wasn't even a day in. No, not so at all. So you technically, technically, yep. you didn't kill it. No. Well, it's dead now. Like, he's long dead now. He's unalive. But you definitely lost him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But through the best of intentions, because I knew that- I would have to have it with me to try and keep it alive. You did take him with you, yes. Yep. So I attached him. I've got my little North Face bag and it's got loops on the front. Yep. So then I got the little chain that comes with the Tamagotchi, but it's one of those little ball chains that you clip in. They're not very strong. And I looped it into the front of my bag and I thought I was a genius because that means that when I was at work mm-hmm. and I was sitting next to my bag, I could just go boop, 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 and give him what he needs. Do you know what we haven't thought about? What's that? We haven't thought about the possibility that someone stole him. That's true. Someone could have taken him off your bag. Really could have. Yeah. Chances are I just straight up lost him. Okay. Well, if you guys did listen to the last podcast and you saw the show notes, in the show notes, we do ask if anyone has seen a Grogu Tamagotchi yep. in South Bank in Brisbane, floating yes. around. Can you just let us know? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Like, listen, we knew it was going to be bad, but we just didn't know it was going to go terribly so quickly. No. It was a bad idea me getting him in the first place. Absolutely. A worse idea probably me attaching him by such a flimsy piece of chain to my bag. Yeah. And then I paid the price. And you know know the weirdest thing? I think he paid the price. Yeah, it's really, dude. 
I'm not his protector. Not at all. I'm not the Mandalorian. Um, no. But the weirdest part and the and the worst part about the whole situation is a day after I thought, should I buy another one? Oh, my God. But then I didn't. No, David, we learned a lesson. Well, I thought maybe I could buy another one with a better chain. Okay, this is what I think. You've raised two kids. Yep. They're alive and well. Completely. They're thriving. Yes. Great kids. Maybe that's- Maybe that's all I need. That is, I think, all that you need. Yeah. Let's not try to bring something else in. Oh, and a cat. You got a cat. I got a cat. Alive and well. I think we're good. Okay. Okay? All right. Let's just- Let's just leave it at that. Just because of beep boops. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah, but we can buy you other things that beep boop. That's all right? true. Okay. That's all I wanted. I wanted a I beep know. boop key ring. We will got, buy you something that beep boops. I've got nothing. No, you have nothing. Um, Weekly update, David. This is what I like to do with you. Hello. I like to go through our week. Hi. Well, I How lost did we Grogu. go this week? Yeah, you lost Grogu. Um, This week. What happened yeah. this week? Um, How's this week going? Work was okay. Work, I think work was a bit busy and a bit kind of stressful, crazy. We've been doing an international job. So that was, nice. means talking to international people in time, uh, different time, time zones. zones. Time zones be time zoning. Time zones are definitely not in sync. You know who I got that from? What's that? Witch doctor. Time zones be time zoning. Time zones be time zoning. Yep. And I just really liked it. It's really good. Chef's kiss. Yeah. So I've been a big proponent for so many years that uh, Swatch should bring back beat time. It was something that they developed in the 90s, I believe when the internet was just taking off mm-hmm. and they realized that because we're now this more connected culture where I'm talking to someone in America or China or the UK or whatever, but having to deal with the fact that I don't know what time it is there. So they've developed this time thing called beat and they sold watches with beat around it. And it was kind of a like a marketing thing, but I really yeah. liked it. So they all they did was they divided 24 hours up into a thousand beats but everyone in the world had the same beat at the same time. So at 23 beats here, it would be 23 beats in the US and 23 beats in the UK. So you could just go, hey, let's meet at 24 and a half beats. I'm so confused. So it's just time that is the same all around the world. So there's no time zones because there's no AM, PM. So you'd just be like, hey, Friends is on at 24 beats in Australia. My brain is exploding. Yeah. Like that is bonkers. Why isn't that a thing now? I don't know. I just feel like it should be easier to figure out time zones because it's just really hard. Because obviously, David, we're streaming at the moment. We're watching streamers at the moment. Yep. And it's hard as hell to try to figure out who's on when. Yeah. I think like, time is <laughs> like time should be changed. The way we yes. think about time should be changed. But there are too many really expensive watches and really rich people who own really expensive watches and they would have to get rid of their whole watch collection. And this that's what's true. helping us. There's I a like way to that fix theory. It. Yeah. I like that theory. That's that's pretty good. I Something like it. that was also, uh, again, a thing that I really liked was I ran Linux for a while, the uh, operating system Linux, kind of based yeah. off Unix. And the system clock, you know how like when you look at the, your computer, there's it's got a clock on it. You could have a thing called a soft clock, which was kind of fuzzy time. So it would either go daytime or nighttime, or it might go so though. It's the morning. It's the oh, it's, I don't it's like lunchtime. That. It's the afternoon. You said, oh, I don't like that at all. So you could set how how vague no. you wanted the time. No, no. Yeah, that gives me anxiety because the thing is, is our life is run by time. Our whole life, think about it, is yeah. run by time. That is like my existential crisis all the time. Like this is what I think about every single like hour. Well, because it's the time. 
because of the time. And it's just weird to me that that is how our life is like ran. Yeah. This is why I'm never late to things. This is why I'm always early to things because I panic if I'm late. Because again, I'm just controlled by time. It's weird. It's weird, guys. I'm okay. Now I'm wigging out. I'm wigging out again. Welcome to Smash Talk, your number one (laughs) source for time related podcasts. (laughs) Glad you tuned in. Spiral Squad. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. So fine. So good. Like, hey, if you didn't spiral because it's of the tech fine. issues, you're not going to spiral now. Oh, I'm definitely, I've already spiraled from the tech issues. Let's be honest. Anyway, where did I even get to with my what's happening with the week? Oh, I don't God, think you I got even nowhere. Got you literally got nowhere. Oh, but sorry, I feel it was, like um, work stressy time zones. I think that's, oh, all, yep, I, yep, that's yep, all we got yep. for. So that was okay. Um, cool. How's training going? Training's been good. We're on a deload this week. We are. Because um, we forgot to do one last week. We got to do one last week. I think, and that, that's because we shifted one of our training dates to before when the little app told we us did. it was meant to be deloady. Yes. That really messes up. But um, I think our bodies were due for one. I think we we're real yeah, tired. Definitely. Um, and deloads are good. You know, I didn't really like them when I first, when you first gave them to me. Uh, because it felt Why like not? it was just like, no, I'm ready. I'm, I'm working out. I'm building muscle. <laughs> but I want to do things. Yep. Don't slow me down. Don't slow yep. me down. Yep. And now I really like them. Deloads are great, especially if you've been training like very consistently, which obviously we have. Mm. Um, deloads are very a vital part of your training regime. So I love them because, well, in my head, I hate them. But then when I'm doing them, I'm like, this is such a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. did you want to explain what a deload is for people who oh. might not know? Yeah, deload. Guys, there's a lot of ways to do deloads, but this is how I do them for my clients. Um, We take your weights that you're doing and I just drop them about 20 to 30 percent. And then we just we go to the lower end of the rep range. So let's say your rep range is 8 to 10. We're going to drop the weight by 30, like 20 to 30 percent and then go to that that eight rep range. And that's that's your training for the week. It's great. Your body gets a little break, but you're still doing something. And it really gives you time to focus on the movement and like how everything feels and just really getting that mind muscle connection situation going on. So this is why I really like deloads. They're really not good for ego lifters. <laughs> yeah. Which was, it was very easy to fall into the ego lifting yeah, mindset it's really easy when you first starting. Like, but I don't want to. And that's kind of what happened to us this morning. Cause we're like, we wanted to stream our workout and then we realized yeah. it was a deload and we're like, should we? And we're like, yeah, you know what? We need, we need to, we do need to, to do a deload. So it's good to do um, in between your, your um, training programs. So mine usually run about 12 to 16 weeks. So eight weeks per block. So I usually do a run one around that eight week mark. I yeah. hope that made sense. And if you have any to, questions about it, let me know. And it's good to stream a deload because it's good to talk about it. Exactly. And like, you're not like laying on the floor, huffy puffy, although we do get huffy puffy, but. That'll Still, be next week. Um, that'll be yes, next week. Streaming has been going well. I think we managed to do uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday this week. Fabulous. So four days in. Love that. We did Diablo. We got to stream Diablo 4. Oh, my God. How fun is Diablo 4? I thought that you would really like it because it's just like See, Jared thought I was going to hate it. Really? Yeah. Because it's just smashing shit and collecting cool gear. That's pretty much it. Yeah, he definitely... Um, he did not think I was going to like that, but I like I had a blast. Yeah, that was so much fun. I'm excited about when does it actually come out? Is it June? I think so. Yeah. So we did the beta test run and there's I mean, there are a little there's obviously of some issues. issues. Yes. Yeah, you know That's what it's for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we had fun. I, I very much enjoyed it. Your barbarian is buff. My barbarian is a fucking badass and her name is Bubbles and I'm obsessed. Yeah. We have a full on bear on our team. Yeah. 
David turns into a werewolf, I think. And turn into a werewolf and, and use lots of lightning as my yeah, druid. Yeah, he's just pure lightning bolt. He's a pretty chunky druid. He is. He's real chonk. And then Jared is just this really skinny emo kid, which I love. Yeah. I love that about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been our week. We hope everyone else has had a great week. But um, shall we get to our topic of the day, David? Let's get to the topic. What are we what talking about today? What is our topic? Well. <laughs> I asked you first. Okay. Really? Depends how I edit it. I can shift it around. So no. This is true. Um, no. Uh, the topic of the day is something we all love. Or we love. And we it's love. the topic of food. Food. It's the fuel. It's the it fuel. It is the it's fuel. The it is. It is on everyone's mind probably way more than it needs to be. And I like to call it a frenemy. It's such because a weird thing. Because it there's is. so much um, emotion attached to food. There's so Absolutely. much um, like history. Like your, yeah. your whole history has been good and bad relationships with food. Yes. There's food that tastes sweet and salty and spicy and Delicious. there's like savory and there's all and people have such strong opinions on food. There yeah. are TV shows about food. There's there a people. lot of TV shows about food. Also, by the way, Top Chef came back and I'm so excited about it. And there's just a lot of people telling you also what you should and shouldn't eat. Oh, yes. We will get to all of that. I'm very excited. Um, I like to call food a friend of me because, again, People have a really skewed relationship with food, which is weird, but it happens to probably everyone at some point. At some point, we all have a very um, weird view around food in general yeah. and our health and everything like that. So we are going to talk about that today. I'm excited. Yeah, I love I'm food. I'm very excited. I do too. I love food. And I actually like being a fitness and nutrition coach. The nutrition portion is really what I thrive in mm -hmm. because I like to, to watch things change. And I like to watch everyone's thoughts and patterns and habits change around food and how they view yeah. food. So that to me is like pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's vital. Things, it's a vital. I was just important. only just thinking about it that um, yeah. while I said I love food, I probably wouldn't call myself a foodie. And I think there are two yeah. different things. So, oh, absolutely. I am definitely, I love food, but do not try to take me to a fancy ass restaurant because she ain't having it. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not that person. But again, that is something that we will talk about later because I think it's, it's funny. It's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. The whole world is funny. Yeah. The whole world is funny. Um, but guys, first and foremost, if you are looking to lose, I like to call it body fat because everyone says they want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. However, weight is so touch and go. So I like to say we want to lose body fat. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do that, your food is going to be your main component. Now, you always hear that stupid saying of abs are made in the kitchen. I hate that saying because it's so dumb. But what they mean by that is just if you need if you want to lose body fat, if you want to get lean, if you want to like spruce everything up, your food's going to be your number one priority or it needs yeah. to be your number one priority. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about first and foremost. So, David. Hello. Growing up. Yes. How was your food situation growing up? Because this goes back to like ages, if you think about it. Yeah. Everyone's food habits come back, go back from when they're really young. For when you're really like young. and Yeah. And I don't think... I thought about food that much until <laughs> I can't remember when. You know, you'd just, you'd, you'd, you'd go and you'd play and you'd do your thing. And then at a certain point you'd go and you'd have lunch and you'd have dinner. And then like that was super, super young. And then when it became time for like primary school and high school, you would take your lunch. But then maybe like I never really enjoyed taking my lunch because it was always sandwiches and they always got made in the morning and then eaten at, at, at 12 o'clock. And they were always a bit like ordinary by, by that stage. Like nothing was ever fresh. So maybe like that's one of the times you start to think like food's negative 
Um, like, well, like your packed lunch is negative. I actually want to go back to what you just said, like at the beginning, you're like, oh yeah, you go out and play and then you just come home and you eat. Yeah. So that is something that a lot of people don't realize. This is called um, like hunger and fullness cues. And when we're young, we have those cues. So like, even when we're babies, we know when we're hungry, we cry when we're hungry and we mm-hmm. stop when we're full. We're like, no, no, I don't want any more. I'm good. Burp me. Let me like release everything and I'm, I'm fine. But as you get older, you really start to lose those hunger and fullness cues. And I don't know when it happens. And it's just a strange thing to me. This is why, you know, a lot of people overeat. This is why a lot of people undereat because they don't have those those cues anymore. So you're saying in did you say high school or no primary school and high school, I think, is when you start to realize, oh, this food is, is not satisfying me. Yeah, but also, as you were saying that, as you were talking about, um, like, hunger cues and where you develop or where you stop getting hunger cues, mm-hmm. I was actually thinking, because I've got two kids, and, yeah. like, a lot of the time, like, you find yourself at the dinner table or at the lunch table, and you're kind of going, well, finish your food, and they go, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to finish it anymore. And you say, but, like, parents get really caught up in, like, no, you have to finish what's on your 100%. plate. 100%. That and was I'm, my... I'm um completely guilty of that. Yeah, that was my dad as well. And, like, again... It wasn't like it was just it's a parent thing. It's just a parent thing. You don't want to see food go to waste. You want to make sure your kids have, you know, a hearty meal. You want to make sure they're they're taken care of. But I just specifically remember having to show my parents my plate, leaving the table. Yeah. And I would go over my dad's head <laughs> to my mom and I'd be like, can I be done? And she'd be like, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> like my dad's right there. Like he knows what's happening. But yeah, yeah. It's funny because that is exactly when it starts to happen. So as as children, we are taught we need to finish what's on our plate. Yeah. So it's Even not about hunger. Not, it's about yep. how much food is left on the circle. Exactly. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I never Ha-ha. thought about that until this moment. Yes. This is like a massive thing that people are like, oh, shit. Like, it really does start young. And it's like, yeah, it does. Mm. Um, so, David, I will ask, which I have actually never asked you this before, but mm-hmm. Growing up in your family, did yep. you have any issues with your parents ever commenting on what you eat, um, how you looked or anything like that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, good. I don't think That's so. Awesome. Not until probably in my 20s to 30. And it's, but it was never like, and it was never like a constant thing. I just remember yeah. once one of them just like commented on how big my gut was getting. <laughs> like once. And that's drilled into my head. And I was. <laughs> And it wasn't, it was just a passing comment. It was, and it was, but it was such a, like, I'd never thought about it until then. Yeah, yeah. And I've gone, oh. Yeah, fair. Yeah, maybe. You're like, oh. Um, Yeah, I was the same. Like, I grew up with, um, like, a a family of four, and Mm -hmm. I was really lucky in the sense that my parents never said anything about how we ate or how we looked or anything like that, which is awesome because I know some people do have that issue with their parents, and it's just such a a shitty thing as a, a kid to, you know, obviously be looked at in such a way that you're like, you need to lose weight or you need to stop eating that. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to lie. My, my diet back then when I was young was not great. <laughs> yeah. Like it was not great. I honestly don't know how I am not, I don't have anything wrong with me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like looking back, I'm like how I don't remember drinking water as a child. Nope. I ate a lot of, like I ate so much sugar and processed foods. My dad was a farmer. So oh, right. for my for my American listeners, our house was filled with like little Debbie snacks and hostess snacks because it, it would be stuff that he could just take in the tractor and eat because yep. he was always going. So yeah. 
but like my mom would always cook dinner and things like that because of course we lived on a farm so like it's not like we had takeout mm. and there's like no cities around so what was it like for you and your family sitting around a dinner table or snacks or things like that what was what was mostly in your house um we had a lot of kind of good freshly made meals um like my mom was a stay-at-home mom so she would you know cook us roasts for dinner and some lasagnas and like pastas and those type of things and but they were very still very elaborate like you know there was like your meat and your vegetables and all of those things and you know you had to be made sure that you that you ate it all and like lasagna i could have a bigger slice as i wanted you know it's was never i was never one to go wanting about it yeah Um, same but also and then kind of when i was a teenager you just there's a there is a point where you stop eating at home and you start eating out a lot and but eating out is just i'm just getting takeaway all the time literally i lived off taco bell for ages because like we had 49 cent tacos on like tuesdays and sundays so that was always our go-to and then my friends and i lived off of like frozen pizzas we'd just go buy a frozen pizza we would cook it and then that would just be us but then looking back at it i'm like that's literally all we ate yeah well, I used to work at a at a fish and chip shop. That's right. When I was young, when yes. I was from the ages of fourteen to twenty one, so it was yep. a fair chunk of my uh, young adult life. And like, I could eat as much fish and chips as I wanted. Amazing. So it was just like fried food every everywhere, like I fried fish it. and fried chips and dim sims and potato cakes, potato scallops, whatever you want to call them. And but you know, like like really good quality. It was it was actually yeah. one of the first really good quality fish and chip shops in Melbourne. Oh, delicious. And so it was all like freshly cut. It was it was amazing. But my sister worked there as well. And like we would like be in the freezer or in the fridge <laughs> and like just stealing like fresh prawns and like <laughs> eating, but eating them over a bin and going, oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> so it was eating them in the worst possible place. I call it a trash goblin. Food. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but- and that's kind of how I grew up, like a lot of seafood and that. And, oh, and, yep. and you know, that's quite lucky because I ended up kind of yeah. working there. But, um, but like, you could ask them to cook you anything for lunch and you would have it. Delicious. I yeah. love that. Um, like you said, my mom always tried to, obviously, she loves cooking. So she would always make dinners and things like that. And then my friends would always come over because my mom would cook. So my mom was definitely like a, I don't want to call her a feeder, but like she definitely like showed yeah. Love that way. She's like, yep. oh, have some food. Oh, have some food. Like, she's always how she was. The same way. Like, yeah. Really, really generous just, with it. It's a parent and, thing. Yeah. You know, I'm going like, back to Melbourne in a week and I know that there will be a plate of the rumbles that I gorge myself on at Christmas time <laughs> and I felt sick. There'll be those are in You're the fridge. You're not PTSD from those. And You're like, oh, God. Like, Let's go out for dinner and it'll be at like an Italian yep. like, place where the portions are massive and- so I'm kind of like dreading, not not dreading going, but dreading yeah. like having to just be full all the Yeah, time. it's like that. Yeah, just that really full feeling. And that's what I dealt with when I went back home in December. Like my yeah. mom was just like, are you hungry? Can I make it? And I'm like, mom, yeah. I'm good. Like we literally yeah. just ate like an hour ago. But again, I think it's just, especially when family hasn't seen you, like that's what they want to yes. do. They're just like, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I just think it's really, really funny. So I was always a weird kid as well because my my parents and us would go to like you know buffets were like really big back then like you guys had sizzler Sizzler. right yeah so we had a place called ryan's steakhouse Mm -hmm. my dad would always get a steak but like we would usually just get like the little buffet bar but i was the weird kid and i would always go to the salad bar 
Right. So for me, yeah, I know. I know. Like, I love veggies. I love raw veggies that I would just like load up on vegetables. And looking back, I'm like, that's a weird thing for a kid to do. It really is. But I think this is why I do like vegetables because I grew up with it. But is there anything when you were younger that you were just like, I'm not going to eat that? Um, Yeah, look, I ate probably really plainly for a long time. Like, I never really uh, ate pickled stuff. Uh, There was a lot of foods that I didn't have for a very long time. And I I actually think over the course of between now and then, I've managed to get rid of all of the things I don't like. Because, again, I'm very much one of those people that's like, well, I don't like pickles, but why not? So let's try them out and let's figure out why they're yum. And now I'm pretty much Why they're delicious. But I ate quite plain. And I think that's because my mum ate quite plain and still does to a certain extent. You know, like like quality but plain. Like she will go anywhere and get uh, a steak and mushroom sauce. Delicious. But in any format, like she'll try and find the Chinese restaurant version <laughs> of a steak and mushroom sauce. Or she'll be like steak steak and black bean sauce. She and likes what like, she likes. She okay, likes what she likes. I like that. I love that. But also, um, like my mum would cook us all different types of things, but she would also never eat that because she cooked for us. But she was so much like, no, I like this specifically. She would never have any of the lasagna that she cooked us. And because she just didn't want that, she would cook her own little thing and, and eat it. Huh. Which actually, now that I think about it, it's actually really clever. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yes, because a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we definitely didn't do that. It was whatever my mom cooks, that is what we're eating. Yep. <laughs> um, luckily, my mom is a fantastic cook. So, like, mm. it is what it is. My dad, however... <sighs> He had one meal that he could cook, and that was chicken and rice in the slow, no, in the rice cooker. Mm -hmm. Chicken in the rice cooker. Yeah, chicken and rice in the rice cooker. Okay. Um, But that was literally all the man could cook. And so whenever my mom wasn't home, my sister and I would just be like, oh, it's chicken and rice. (laughs) Chicken and rice will take (laughs) And I'm like, oh, bless. Like, my poor dad. But, I mean, whatever. At least we were fed, okay? So, like, we shouldn't be mad about it. Um, So, David- Going from there, so obviously we're in our 20s now. We're eating takeaway any any chance we can get because that's what we do. At what point did you start getting a little skewy on your food views? Like at Um, what point were you like, maybe I shouldn't be eating this. Maybe this is really bad for me. I don't actually know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think like from my perspective, uh, are you talking more in like a weight loss kind of way? Yeah, kind of like food type. I guess way? just like in a health way. So like at what point were you just like, maybe I shouldn't be eating like McDonald's over here. Maybe I shouldn't be eating a lot of chocolate. Like at what point were, did you think about that kind of stuff? I think um, the internet ta- taught me <laughs> that. The internet like, is real a, life, as we know. Well, it, it, it kind of, it's weird because there was one, I, I was working about when I was quite probably maybe late 20s, uh-huh. late 20s, early 30s, and we were having uh, stuff photoshot at work. So, you know, I had my hair cut and I dressed up all fancy and fancy. Um, and had my stuff photo taken. And I thought, yeah, man, I nailed that. I look, I look awesome. And I got the photo back and I saw the photo. I'm like, man, I'm huge. When did that happen? <laughs> And it was just one of those things. It's like I literally in my head I had this vision about how I looked, and then I saw it back, and I was like, "That's not the vision." That is I had not in me. Yeah, it's a yep. lot rounder. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm an um, egg. And then I was like, "Oh, maybe I need to start working out and stuff." And happened again. Had nowhere that I knew of where to start. There was a gym near the house, yep. near mum and dad's house. Um, I didn't know how to use it, but I signed up, and then I looked up like 
how I should be eating. And I guess, and I think I think I've spoken about like the first time I ever tried yep. calorie counting. Yep. And that was like really hard because like my fitness pal didn't exist. Yeah, those, those things did not exist back then. It was literally me with a calculator and a piece of paper and going <laughs> like weighing a thing and going, okay, that, and then trying to do the math. And then, and it's like, this is way too hard. Way but too hard. that was at least the first time that I was like, oh, maybe there is a way to eat healthy, mm-hmm. but then- I instantly associated the way of eating healthy as super complex. Yes, exactly. Um, super complex, like super complicated. complex. Yes. Um, I will go through my history with eating disorders on another podcast because, again, mm-hmm. it's just it opens up a lot of doors. But I will say, like, mine definitely started happening during high school. Yep. And it again, my family has never my mom's always she's a supportive little lady, love her to death, like. But there was one day where I'm like, oh, mom, I don't want to eat carbs anymore. So, like, I technically went on Atkins, the Atkins diet. Hey, oh, at like 14, just because I was like, I don't want to eat carbs. I want to lose some weight. And my mom was just like, all right, whatever. Like, again, she saw nothing wrong with it because I was still eating. Yep. But that's exactly when it started. So I started looking at those foods that had carbs in them, bread, rice, pasta, potatoes, anything like that. I was like, I can't have those. Like it was was automatically like cannot have. Was that because of something that you were told at school or something you did your own independent research on? That's a great question. Like, Where did you find out even what carbs were? Yeah. I have no idea where it came from. I think someone just mentioned Atkins one day and I was just like, I want to do that. Okay. And just went down that rabbit hole. And I just remember eating, I mean, salad. I love salad. Y'all know I love a salad. Mm. Um, But finding a dressing that had the least amount of carbs in it and then eating peanuts and Pork rinds. I don't know what you guys call pork rinds here. Are they, is that just they're like a, Yeah, it, I think it's like the pork crackling, but like they're oh, yeah, chips. Oh. Yeah, like you can um, get them in a bag and they're like dried. They're delicious, but it's literally nothing but fats. Them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you guys do either. But like I remember eating things like that and I just remember I lost a shit ton of weight. Again, I'm 14. Lost a shit ton of weight, but I was exhausted all the time. Like I mm. would sleep, I think five out of eight of my classes. Like wow. I would just go to sleep on my desk. Because it's just like you have no energy, That's like nothing. Like our year eight or nine, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know what it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, that's insane. But did you associate that as as success? Did you hundred percent exhaustion as oh, it's Absol- working, I was it's just great. like, oh yeah, I'm winning here. I'm winning. But then what happened when I ate the carbs back? Well, it all came back because yeah, you I got real. To- I got it came back and then some. <laughs> but is that because you ate a certain way where you were getting all the calories from? fats and proteins and then you didn't change that you just added carbs into that i just added carbs back because again i'm 14 i don't know i don't know about calories i don't know about anything i don't know about macros i don't know about anything i just knew these things have carbs in it and i can't have them Mm. that's where my mind went and so it just kind of snowballed into that situation so when that came back so when your atkins finished and you yes. got your carbs back then did you go back to atkins or did you try something else because that was the flavor of the month? oh no i tried everything i think i went to like south beach diet after that i don't know what that is well okay south beach diet actually has like pretty good principles around it yep um it restricts your food at the beginning like it takes out carbs in the beginning and then it adds it back mm-hmm. um but again why am i doing that why mm. why um, and then after that, it was, oh, I think this was like, I actually think this was the worst one. I would actually take Atkins over paleo and clean eating. Yes. Is that controversial to say? Um, 
I think no. it might be. <laughs> Which one's paleo? Is that the one that, that they have to fall off a tree? Yeah, it's like it's like the things that like the Paleolithic ate people ate. So oh. like, yeah, it's oh my god, because they I had just, such good survival rates. Too. Right, yeah, right, right. So a lot of meat, which is fine. I like meat. Okay. Um, but I, it was just the strangest thing, and that then spiraled way out of control. And then I ended up with an eating disorder that not a lot of people know about. It's called orthorexia. Nope. So it's basically, it's an eating disorder that you can only eat whole foods. Like nothing mm-hmm. can be processed. Nothing can, like it has to be like that whole quote unquote clean eating. Yep. And that is what really did me in. Right. I don't know why I got so obsessive over no processed food, no mm-hmm. sugar, no anything. And that's really where like my my downfall was. We love a rule to follow, don't we? We love David. We fucking love food rules as a society. Yeah. We just want someone to, to tell, tell us. us what not to do. Cuz it takes all the pressure away. Exactly. You just, have to, you just have to eat like the fancy name says. Oh, eat like paleo geez. says, eat, eat like, like Agnes the, says. Yeah. Eat like keto says. Exactly. Yeah, we love yeah. a f- we love a food rule. What was your really what was your food rule? Um, oh, just okay. Like, well, when I actually lost weight for the first time, so I was up. I think I went from like ninety. I think we spoke about it. I went from 90, yeah. 90 to sixty eight. Yeah. Um, I just stopped. I because oh, again, I I just knew it was calories in, calories out. So yeah. I'm like, well, then if that's what it is, I'm going to maximum min max that and have no calories coming in and <laughs> nothing lots going out, and I just didn't eat. Which was dangerous, and Absolutely. I would have like one tiny meal a day, and yep. not even any, hardly any water, because that was a heavy thing that went into my body that yep. affected the scales. But yeah, that's kind of maybe we'll talk about that on the absolutely on the, the dangerous bad exactly body dysmorphia yes. weight loss yes definitely episode. yeah. But I was just thinking that like, and I, again, I was actually talking about this with uh, one of my kids the other day. Was that like you're not taught ever how to eat right or like, no. even like what, what eating right looks like so yeah. you vaguely learn to recognize what it is like you learn how to like put a ph thing into a liquid and it come out and go in blue and it comes out pink and that means nothing for your life but you're not taught how to do taxes and you're not taught like what all this stuff that we daily put into our body how that affects us Wait, did you guys have like the food pyramid when you were in school? Yeah. Okay, that's what so we I had as well. I suppose we kind of did, but they didn't yeah. really. Yeah, but even then, you look at that food pyramid back from like the nineties. Yep. It it is so fucked. It doesn't it tell is, you anything. No, it really doesn't. Because again, it's putting rules on that pyramid, mm. and it's just it's so infuriating. Because you're right. Like we don't we don't get educated on you know, what our body actually needs and what, you know, it needs to be doing and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, we just, we really love a rule. We love a rule because it takes the pressure away. And then when we fail, we can blame the rule. Yes. And then we try another rule. Yeah. We do. We love a rule. Love it. That's why I think when I started with you, I was like, really like, I don't want a calorie count because (laughs) tried it. Which is fair. So, like, I completely understand that. That if you do it correctly and it stops becoming a rule, it just becomes knowledge. It just becomes knowledge. Exactly. It just becomes your education. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm going to fast forward because, again, I went through a lot of shit after the clean eating situation. Mm. And again, that's a whole nother podcast worth of of that. Um, But 
I worked with a coach that talked about flexible dieting. And I was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It's it's such a weird term because you hear the word diet and you automatically think again, oh, I'm going Oof. on a diet. The the term diet just literally means what you're consuming. Yes. Like it doesn't yeah, like it's it it's got such a stigma around the word. Like the word diet is literally just what you are eating, what you're putting in your body. That is what the term diet is. But this coach did flexible dieting and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a go. Cause he had a lot of success with um, some of his competitors and things like that. And I was like, all right, let's just, let's try it. Not knowing that there is a significant difference between flexible dieting mm-hmm. and the, if it fits your macros route, which was a massive thing back in the day. Okay. Back in the day, David. Yes. How back so, in the day is this? Uh, I would say like, Oh God. What's the year now? 2023? Oh. Yeah. Um, maybe like 2010, maybe 20, 2012, 20 yeah, ish. Because if it fits your macros is pretty much like you get your numbers, but if you can hit them by just any McDonald's, go for it. Hundred percent. And cheese whiz. Yeah, cheese whiz. Pop tarts were a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, don't get me wrong, these things delicious. Love it. Yeah. But you need to look at your where are your vitamins and minerals coming from, where are your fruits and vegetables, 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 vegetables coming from. Like we need to look at all of that, too. So I realized that I was doing IIFYM, if it fits your macros. Yep. And I still felt like shit. I was like, I'm constantly tired. My face is broken out. I'm just yep. feeling bloated and gross. Like. I didn't realize what I was doing wrong. And that was what was being taught as flexible dieting. No, that is what I took as flexible dieting. Oh, okay. Yes. So coach was really great. Loved him to death. Um, But again, it was a very like hands off approach. It was, here's your targets done. We're good. Mm. That was it. Okay. That was it. Um, So again, I took those targets and I was like, fuck yeah, I can have this and I can have this. Um, And then again, just felt like shit all the time. Yeah. And then realized what I was doing wrong. And that was obviously not getting in whole foods, not getting in good protein sources, you know, like lean protein sources like that. Mm. I was supplementing a lot with protein powders and protein bars and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I realized that flexible dieting is just that. It's just flexible eating. Well, it's knowing dun, dun, dun. the ratios of things, oh. figuring out how that relates to the Venn diagram of the things you enjoy eating. And combining it's those together. It's not about taking things out. It's about adding whole foods in and still keeping in the things that you really, really like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It seems really simple. It does. But then you look at someone that maybe has a, I like to call it a child's palate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like they really crave sugary, processed, salty like things. Mm-hmm. Guys, that used to be me. I used to literally, when I was 20, get up in the morning, go to the servo and get candy bars. And that would be my breakfast. Yeah. Like, that's what I would eat in the morning. And then for lunch, I'd have a cookie. And then for dinner, I'd have some fudge. That was my diet. Because it fit your macros? Or just because no, that was no, what you No, I just doing? wasn't even, it's just what I was doing. Didn't even care about anything back then. I was just like, do, do, do. Again, yeah. felt like shit. Couldn't figure out why. Huh. No. Um. So, like, for anyone that does have a child's palate, as I like to call it, I understand that because I've been there. And you can still work those things out 
the right way. Yeah. See, I went from like drinking a lot of soft drink to drinking like a sparkling water, which was a big jump. And it was really such a struggle to get to that What was your soft drink of choice? Uh, my soft drink was like Coca Cola, like the oh, delicious. The, we love the worst a Coke. one. Not not the worst one, but the worst one to drink a lot. Of. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how you don't. I don't know how you have stomach acid left. Yeah, because <laughs> I go back and I and I have one now, and I'm like, I mean, it's tasty, but wow. <laughs> but like, I really have to like take this like yeah. slowly. Like, have you ever had um a McDonald's meal, but not with the post mix, but with like a full strength Coca Cola? No, it's it's way too much because like, see, remember when I was young, I would drink diet sodas Yeah, because yeah. I would get really full on regular shows. I'm like, well, fuck this. I want to eat. I don't want to yeah. drink my calories or I don't want to yeah. drink to be full. So like, I've been on diet soda for ages, mm. but don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for a regular Coke. I'm not like- okay. I'm I'm OK with it. <laughs> yeah. And it was like one day that my wife and I went and got McDonald's drive through and we're like, oh, we've got Coca-Cola back at the house. We'll we'll just won't get the drink. We'll save <laughs> 20 cents. Yes. And we had the food and then we had that. And I was like, oh my God. That was it was such an intense experience. It's and you intense. understand like oh no the postmix is just a lighter version of it. Yes. Crazy. It kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Try it out one day maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um I, uh, the uh, fish and chip shop that we that I, I used to work at did have a slopey machine. They got into oh, the slopey machine. Yes. And one of my jobs was to change the bags over of the Delicious. syrup. So I would just drink out of the bags <laughs> as they were coming out. Not not going in, like because there'd be a bit a little bit left. I'm like, Of course. You say, here we go. Yeah. That's uh that's a time too. I love that so much. I yeah. love that. That's amazing. <laughs> but again, not knowing anything about I mean, I'm yeah, still doing it now. Well that's what I wrong. mean. Like I look back and I'm like, oh my God, like I could have learned this when I was like 20. That's what is bonkers to me. I'm like, I learned this all when I was like maybe 25, 26, 27. Um, And I'm like far out. Like if I would have learned this when I was younger, I would have had just a completely different, I guess, view of, of a lot. And that that's, it's it's just really strange to think about. You just wouldn't go on a roller coaster. Yeah. Like blindfolded, almost. Yes. Like you can go on a roller coaster. That's fine. Like w- with working out, you can go on surpluses and whatever. But you're like your eyes are wide open. You know exactly what yep. you're playing. You know, you what's know what coming. you're doing. Yeah. You can give yourself more food and give yourself less food. But like roller coaster diets, when you don't know what's going on, where you just go, oh, well, I guess I'm eating Atkins, and yeah, and you know smarter about food. You just yeah. have a set of rules. Exactly. Is kind of worse. Yeah. I guess because just- also. If you go on like an Atkins diet or a paleo one or a clean eating one and the world gives you rules to follow, I don't know if you've noticed, Ash, but Mm. some people get a bit preachy about Mm. it. Mm. Like they have the answer and you should do it that way. They actually don't have any of the information. They don't. But it's worked for them. Yes. So it obviously just works in general. Yeah. And again, Um, I'm not even preaching the fact that I have all the information on how flexible food works. Nope. But we have tried a lot. There's no rules. And this is exactly, there's no rules here. Well, I guess, okay. If I were to say there is a rule in flexible eating, and that's just to prioritize whole foods first, that's it. Okay. Is that a rule? I guess so. I guess so. But again, we love rules, so I might as well pop one in there, right? But it's prioritized whole foods that you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
and that's the like I said, that's the that's the issue with if it fits your macros. It's like, yeah, it's all well and good. Yes, you are eating a lot of foods that you probably really like. But where are your nutrients coming from? Um, mm-hmm. You're probably going to feel like shit. You're probably going to be bloated. Like I didn't realize that protein bars, protein shakes bloated me because I didn't realize that whey protein has a really bad effect on me. I, I had no idea. Yeah, wow. Okay. And I was constantly supplementing because I'm like, oh, I need protein. I need protein. Um, and that really fucked me up. So as I say that, there are things that you shouldn't eat, right, David? There are uh, things that you absolutely. should not eat. Yes. Right? If, if it makes you uh, feel it's horrible. Yes. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. It's that simple. If it makes you feel like shit, maybe don't eat it. And by like shit, I mean... If you have a peanut allergy and you're eating peanuts, maybe don't do that. Maybe Maybe just don't do that. Don't. If you are celiac and you're consuming wheat, maybe don't do that either. Mm. If you have a gluten intolerance, maybe just calm the gluten down. All right. So there are things you shouldn't eat, but they are very personal to you. Absolutely. Definitely not a blanket. It's not a blanket. Nobody should eat that. See, I can eat something that you can't. I can have whey protein. That's right. But like, what about if it's expired? Does it make it better or worse? If it's off food, then like maybe just don't eat. That's the blanket term. If it's like spoiled, maybe don't eat it. But even then, it's like sometimes it's like how off is off food? I don't know because my friend gave me, I think she gave me off almond milk the other day and I died. So I'm just throwing that out there. B, if you're listening to this, I think I died. Um (laughs) I've cooked chicken that I was just like, this hasn't been there that long. It might smell a bit weird, but- I washed it under the sink and it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's everything's fine. But I think that knowledge from me or that kind of gusto from me comes from working in a fish and chip shop where I've seen fish fresh. Yes. And I've seen fish as it ages over a couple of days and it's still perfectly edible. Yes. And you, yeah, you know, you know that line. But like ultra fresh and yeah. then <laughs> just fresh is different. Okay. But it's still all fine. Exactly. So, yes, guys, if you Don't have- listen to me when it comes to eating food. <laughs> It's best before. Yes, best before, guys. Um, but yes, if you have digestion issues, if you have food allergies, um, bloating, anything like that, maybe just don't eat those foods. But if you are having guilt or anxiety or shame, that's when we really need to get to the bottom of what's happening. That's when we really need to discuss why do you feel like this? Why do you feel like you shouldn't be eating that? Why do you have guilt after eating that? That's what we need to work on. Yeah. Because that's when it's an issue. Okay. Yes. Yes. No one should feel shame about eating No food. one should feel shame. The people that are like, oh, I don't like bread. David, you and I talked about this this morning. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. these people that are like, I don't like bread. Yes, you do. Bread's you just amazing. feel like you shouldn't like bread because everyone tells you it's bad for you. Yeah. Don't. And everyone is down on white bread. Exactly. I fucking love white bread. I haven't had that during the week because I've been making PB&Js. PB&Js. Sorry, y'all. PB&Js do not go on whole grain bread. No, that is disgusting. I will not have it. I will not stand for it. White bread. Yeah. And someone was just like, oh, white bread. I'm like, yeah, delicious. Did you educate them on why? No, I just ate the PB&J in front of them. Okay, that's fair. What if they gave you shit about it? But they're like, you shouldn't eat white bread. Um, I don't think they were telling me that I shouldn't eat it. They were just like, oh, white bread. And I was like, yeah, white bread. And then they didn't push it again. Because I think weirdly, and I'm not sure, like, I'm not a, a font of knowledge on this topic, but at least people at work have seen the transformation I've gone through. And this the, is true. There's a bit of, in, like, 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing it, so he must know what he's he doing now. He actually knows what he's doing because, yeah, he's. <laughs> we've seen this transformation. Yeah. <laughs> this is true, actually. This so, is true. And that's the way that I approach if someone ever says anything like that. They're, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm eating my salad for lunch and you're eating a pasta. I'm like, yep. Yep. And I just go off and eat it. But again, that's another food rule, is it not? Oh, white absolutely. bread, white rice. You know, like, guys, you don't have to have fucking brown rice. No. You don't have to have sweet potato instead of regular potato. Just eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. Yeah. Because like, one of those things, and I think the way I've I've heard it being explained, it's like maybe if you're an athlete and it's it's those last couple of weeks where you're trying to absolutely. eke out every last bit of performance, then that's when we get down into the details of the um the micronutrients and things like yes. that, right? So then yes. that becomes super important because you're just trying absolutely. to have any last benefit over your opponent, right? Yeah. But for the average person, micronutrients. General pop. Like the last 10% and like all those rules that I hear about, well, when you eat your food, you should eat the carbs first and then you should eat the protein last because then your body digests it in a certain, almost like some people, you you can't even get them to eat whole foods. Don't put another rule in front of them that's really complex. This is what I mean, but that's what they glom onto because they want to make it more complicated. They want to believe that that's true because they're like, oh my God, that's so hard to do. This is why I'm not seeing results. And it's like, nah, dude, your diet just sucks. Like, that's it. We just need to clean it up a little bit and like add some things in, maybe take some things out. That's it. Don't Don't overcomplicate it. Wholesale. No. Just something completely different, which you're not used to eating. Yep. And that was the biggest thing, like starting with you. I was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to throw out everything I've got at home and then nope. buy all new stuff. And <laughs> yep. and you're like, no, no, just track what you're eating at the moment and we'll make some exactly. adjustments. Like, yeah. Oh. So this is what I loved. This is, this is like, this is like my bread and butter. Like, this is what I like really love is two like- things you should eat, bread and butter. <laughs> delicious. Actually, remember, I'm not a butter fan. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. Leah, but you know what? Liam and that's, I talked about this. Yeah, that's just a choice. Sorry. But except for on fairy bread, which you don't like either, so. Why did you have to bring it up? Now I'm just you don't angry. understand fairy bread. Not that you don't that you're so anti-fairy bread. It's such a joyous it's food. It's so stupid. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm getting I'm gonna get angry. It's like a pony. Um <laughs> What you, anyway. What's your problem with a pony? Oh, I hate ponies, David. I hate just them. Tiny horses. I hate them with a passion because guess what they do? Nothing. Nothing. Yep. You said, oh, because I'm small, I get stuck on a pony. Guess what it did? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Everyone else is around here trotting on horses. My stupid pony is just sitting there like so it's a, a short turd. Person thing. <sighs> Sorry. I actually, la- I get like ragey with ponies. Wow, like every apparently. time I see one, I'm like, oh. They're just, they're just a tiny horse. Horses can be no, no, they're dumb, stupid, tiny horses. Okay, okay. where was I? Where was I? What was I going uh, with this? Something about your bread and butter. My bread was- and butter is when someone first starts coaching, like nutrition coaching with me, is they're obviously like so like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm just going to like do the whole grocery shop. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just need like a three day food diary. Just that's mm. all I need. And they're just like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, that I just just write down what you eat. Just need to see it because it's. It's just one of those, like, um, what are they called? What are those things called? Um, Like an audit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I audit it. So, but first I will ask them. I'll be like, what do you think is wrong with this? Like, do Mm. you find anything weird about this? So then that way they can let me know what they think needs to happen. So then I can know. less carbs a lot of the time. Yes. Or like, oh, I should probably like lay off the chocolate or, you know, Mm. the chips or the fast food stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. Cause then at least I know where they're at in terms of 
where their food mindset is. Mm -hmm. Everyone usually has a really shitty food mindset. Let's be honest. Because again, we have a list of rules. Terrible. I hate it. Stupid. Okay, David, I have another question for you. Okay, go. What's a good food and a bad food? Uh, personally? <laughs> there we go. I don't see know. See, guys, see how I did that? Whatever. Whatever. See how I did that? Because there's no such thing as a good food or a bad food, but it's just personal preference, right? Yeah. David, what's like, your least favorite thing to eat? My least favorite thing to eat is off chicken. No, um, my least favorite <laughs> thing to eat. I don't know, actually. There has to be something. Oh, yeah, I know there has to be something, but I haven't thought about it in so long because it's all Mine just is like- onions. That is a bad food for me. Okay. But it's not a bad food as in like, if I eat it, I'm going to feel guilt and shame and dread yep. about it. No, no. I just don't like it. They're gross. I don't like pickled onions. That's right. That's right. I knew it was something pickled. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. I couldn't think of yes. it either, but then I was like, oh no, it's pickled onions. It's pickled yeah. onions. So again, that's a bad food for David. I just feel like they're too invasive. Like you bite them and yeah, like your whole face goes, ugh. And they're like, really in your face. <sighs> it's kind of like beetroot. I love beetroot. Yeah, beetroot's tasty, but I think it just, it's too much of a bossy vegetable that in a sandwich, it just makes- It does take over. It just makes everything else be the same color, and I don't like that. You're right. Okay. Okay. It's like, maybe beetroot just chill out. Yeah, it really wants to be the star of the show, wherever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So- This is what I mean, though, guys. There's no such thing as good food, mad food. I don't know where this whole situation came from. I don't know where we we got that. Again, food rules. That's where it all came from. Um, So whenever anyone's like, oh, I know this is really bad for me. I'm like, no, no. Why is this bad for you? Like, is this bad because it gives you digestion problems? Is it bad because you don't like eating it? Um, Is this bad for you because it's the 20th one you've had today? Yeah. Good point. Probably the only time. Um, then we need to, to we need to talk about that. Um, but food has no moral value. It's like neither good nor bad. It's just personal preference, um, what you like. And yeah, stop stop with those terms. I hate those terms. It's kind of really weird because my diet has changed a lot since mm-hmm. working with you. Yeah. But it's been in a way that I've just rediscovered all of these foods that I thought were I had these negative connotations yep. on what you mean I can eat these without the, yeah like the hot cross buns. Guilt? Well, let's get into it. Like <laughs> hot cross There's buns, like buckling, and guys, and candy and those type of things, and I can eat those and not feel like it's a bad time because I know how it works within everything else I eat. Exactly, and you're hitting yeah. your fiber intake, you're hitting your protein intake. Like that is what we want. Like we want to prioritize yep. those things first. And then we, you know, we have fun with the rest of it because it's what we enjoy eating. Yeah. Delicious. Sometimes like I'll come home and I'll just have the utmost, like I won't even think about eating a giant bowl of pasta with sauce, which in the past I would have gone, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat that. Yep. Because it's like a big heavy meal at the end of the day. I'm like, if it's my number, so whatever. Exactly. Um, Enjoy it. I do have a lot of clients that are like, whenever they do do their food log or, you know, I obviously look at their their my fitness pals and stuff like their food diaries and stuff like that. And it's almost like they apologize. They're just like, oh yeah, I had a sandwich for lunch and then for dinner I had pasta. I'm sorry, I know that's a lot of carbs. And I'm like, why are you apologizing for yeah. eating food? At what you point? Yeah, like you should not have to apologize for feeding yourself. Like that's what's gonna keep you alive. So yeah. I'm always just like, okay, well, 
A sandwich is great. I love a sandwich. I think they're very underrated. Y'all, sandwiches are fucking a fantastic thing to eat. I think the answer should be, wait, are you apologizing because you don't like a sandwich and you're eating one because you think you have to? Yeah. Like it, you know, it, that's when you should apologize. Yeah. Or like someone that says like, oh, I had toast this morning and then I had a sandwich for lunch. I know that's a lot of bread. I'm like, why is that a lot of bread? Like, yeah. aren't you having rice for dinner? Like, I don't know why three slices of bread or four slices of bread is terrible, but then it's like, you know, they'll drink their calories on alcohol. Like, I don't, I don't know where this is. This goes. I don't. Uh. Just yesterday, I had sandwich for lunch. Yep. I had a sandwich for my snack. Yep. And then I had pasta for dinner. Delicious. So two serves of bread and a serve of pasta. And then what did you have this morning, David? I had a croissant and a Nutella donut. And then you got home and then ate breakfast. And then I had to eat breakfast <laughs> and, then I had some, and then I had some lunch and my snack, but you know, my snack is going to be a banana, which I know you don't like. Ugh, we'll get to that in a second. because that's, that's your own personal view. Yeah, exactly. It's a bad food for and me. Bad food. then I'm having uh, chicken burgers for dinner Absolutely. with some vegetables and oh, stuff in it. Delicious. I've got some um, uh, sour patch kids to eat later oh, on. So good. Again, we're loading David up on carbs right now, guys, because he is in a... A surplus at the moment because we're going to get him ready for a little photo shoot coming up. So, like, we yeah, just kind of have to build fun. his calories up. So, we're excited. This is where David thrives. He gets to eat all yeah, of his and food. And, like, that point, it gets to the point where I'm like, how do I fit all these carbs in? It's yeah. not a matter of that I should cut them down. It's like, I don't know how I can actually eat all this I'm stuff. I'm full and all the time. Incredibly full. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, because, guys, the food that you eat, it, like, it's going to depend on the goals that you have. Okay. And I say that because we're trying to build David up. So we're trying to grow muscle. In order to grow muscle, guess what? You got to eat a lot of food. You got to eat a lot of food. Like, you got to lift some heavy shit it's consistently. How, you, how your perspective of, like, after doing this for a while, like, my perspective of how people look and how people feel is mm-hmm. really interesting yep. because now I see someone who's like completely shredded and I go, yo, man, you must be so hungry. Yeah, absolutely. You must have no energy. And then I feel someone who's like got a bit of body fat and I was like, oh man, you must have so you much energy. Feel, yeah, you must feel fucking great. Exactly. <laughs> great. I love that. Um, yeah. Because yeah, like, so the thing is, is we have to build David's cows up so then we can bring them back down so we can go into a nice little cutting phase, a little deficit. That way we can show off what he has built. Um, you cannot build muscle when you are in a deficit. Like it's, listen, some people can. It's very, very difficult. All right. So in order to build a little bit more muscle, we just got to eat a lot more food and lift some heavy shit and we should be good. But again, your food is going to depend on what what type of goals you have. So One of the things I do with my clients is I ask them if they are really struggling with the types of food they are eating, but they have aesthetic goals or they have body fat level, that's aesthetic goals, stuff like that. I'm like, does this food have anything to do with your your goal? And I want them to look at the food like that because if they're like, oh, this kind of goes against my goals. All right. Well, then can we maybe change something about it to make it better for your goals? Does yeah. that make sense? And temporarily because, yeah. you know, the goals change. So then Absolutely. Well, the food changes. You are not going to be in a deficit for the rest of your life. I'm sorry. That's not possible. So you need to realize that we just need to maintain what we have. Yeah. Better, f- better food, better mood. David, would you agree with that statement? Yeah. I love yeah. when you give me more food. Isn't it so good? Yeah. And it's never been. And one of the things I had to work on removing out of my brain was, um, I'm doing this so then I can eat this. Yep. And really quite hard to break that association, yeah. even though I, even 
after I understood mm-hmm. that I shouldn't be going, I'm doing this so I can eat this. Yep. It was still popping my brain very, yeah. very slightly. Yeah. And I was still yeah, using we- it to get one more rep out of exactly. a squat or whatever. And then I'd be like, no, shut up. No, you're doing this because it's fun and you're strong. And exactly. then you're going to go and eat this. Exactly. Because also, you can. Absolutely. But also, like we were saying earlier, like this week's a deload week. Yeah. But we didn't go and then and go, well, I'm not going to have the croissant and the donut. I'm still yeah. eating oh, yeah, you exactly went in. the same. You went all in in that, that pastry world. Yeah. yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't feel like, oh, I feel a bit bad because I didn't lift as heavy in the gym this Absolutely. Time. It's just like, no, no, the food's here and the workouts are there. We did talk about that in the last episode as well, like people trying to earn their food. And it's like, no, mm. no, like that. if you are following a good training program, a consistent training program, and you are doing things that are ticking your boxes, you should not be looking at your food like that. Your food is your fuel. It's going to get you from point A to point B. It is there to, like, just because you didn't work out doesn't mean you can't eat your food. That's what I mean. Okay. So on that. Yes. Because you do it a very specific way that is kind of goes against a, even what flexible dieting, yep. working out people do. And, and that's no cheat days. Oh, yeah. Oh, get it out of here. All right. Get it out. Cheat days, cheat meals. Oh, I hate it. It actually like- Because that's also kind of earning your food, right? I'm on like the pony sitch. I'm on the pony sitch now. (laughs) (laughs) Because the thing is, is like, what the fuck are you cheating on? I don't get it. I don't understand that term. I am just, I'm so confused with it. And the thing is, guys, I used to do that. Okay. I used to have, oh, this is my cheat meal. (laughs) Like- no. And then I would have a full cheat day. I'm sorry, but that cheat day literally gave put me back in a surplus. Like yeah. by the end of the week, I'd eaten back all my the calories. Yeah. <laughs> Plus some because it's a yeah. cheat day. Yeah. No. And we all know by now that like I like a pastry. Absolutely. But, you know, if I didn't have all those croissants throughout spread throughout the week, I don't really want to eat six to seven croissants in one sitting. No. Either. Because remember the other day when we were having a <laughs> croissant and then like I'd finished and you were like, I can't get through this one. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just eat that for you. And then I was like, I didn't enjoy it more. You did. Yeah. It, the food doesn't get any better the more you eat of it. No, it doesn't. It more. Yeah. This is like the whole chocolate block versus the chocolate bar situation. Why do we need yes. to buy a block of chocolate when you just can have a bar? Yes. I don't get it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, yes. And also, can I say from um, from firsthand experience that um, there is a certain point when you're eating cake <laughs> that um, it, it doesn't get better. Like, you can eat cake and have a whole cake in front of you and you think this is going to be amazing and it's about three or four pieces in where you go. David, I told you, you fucked up. You didn't eat it fast enough, okay? <laughs> yeah, I really did. I tried to really savor it. <laughs> yeah, that was your first mistake. For any of you guys that don't know, I made David eat an entire cake on a stream one night because we had made it to affiliate and we were really excited about it. So we said if we And got, Audrey made us a cake. And Audrey had made him a cake, beautiful little human and- I was like, okay, if we get this many subscribers or this many followers, I can't remember what it was. Dave was going to eat this whole cake. Yeah. We didn't even put the number high. No, we didn't. Um, Everyone made sure David ate that whole cake. And that is something else that I do want to talk about is the fact that people overeat. Again, we lose those hunger and fullness cues. See, I'm going around a circle here. See, like this. Um, We lose those hunger. It's almost like it all relates to each other. Right? Who'd have thought? 
Um, we lose those hunger and fullness cues. So a lot of us tend to overeat in some situations, some situations. Mm. It's when it starts getting like that every time we eat, that's when we really have to look at what we're doing. And we really do, yep. again, have to reach out for help or realize that like, oh shit, like I'm in a situation that I can't get out of or I need help getting out of. Yep. Uh, that's where like the yoga dieting happens. You know, you don't eat enough during the day. And so when you get home at night, you overeat on everything. Like you tend to eat the whole house because again, you're just not fueling yourself in the daytime. So you're just fucking starving at night. Yeah. So if we make sure that we're eating enough during the day and eating like, enough meals spread out and things like that doesn't matter how many times you eat guys who cares how many times you eat a day oh and doesn't matter or yeah or when your body does not care what time you eat it doesn't it just wants to be fed so like those of you that are like i don't eat after 6 p.m why why though yeah if that's what you prefer go for it like doing it yeah Yeah. absolutely but don't think that that is another rule that you need to follow don't think that no carbs after dark is a thing because it's not (laughs) Your body does not care. All right. It just wants to be fed. It wants you to take care of it. It wants to do the jobs it, it you want it to do. So feed it accordingly. Um, and also, so yo-yo dieting. Yes. Also uh, related to me to yo-yo energy. Yes. And then when I have started, you know, eating the way I eat now, Consistently. which is when my body wants it and, you know, to the right you know, whole foods and et cetera, but also fun foods and blah, 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 blah. Um, I had like really just solid energy. Did not go up and down. It was just yes. one straight line. That is what I love. And th- I love doing the check-ins because that is one of the things that I ask you guys is like, how's yep. your energy? And it's like, mm. oh my God, I changed this in my, you know, in my food. And now I have a lot more energy. And I'm like, yeah, because better food equals a better mood. And that's why you can't saying. be on a deficit forever. Because exactly. like knowing myself, like going through a couple of cuts now, mm-hmm. um, my, my check-ins will be like, yeah, a little bit hungry. And you're like, yeah, that's going to happen yep. if you're in a deficit. That's it, guys. If you are in a deficit or if you're dieting, whatever you want to call it, expect to be hungry. Mm. That is just, that's a thing. Yep. If you don't want to be hungry, then you do not want to diet. Maybe you just want to maintain, but we can still change body composition. I promise. Yeah. I promise we can change body composition. You do not have to diet. Um. David, your next cut for this photo shoot is actually, it's going to, it's, you're going to be hungry, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fully anticipating because this is a- I'm actually really excited for you. Yeah. This isn't a cut just for, hey, I just want to lose a couple pounds. No, this jeans. is like, this is, we're doing a thing. This is, this is a full, this is the first time I've ever done anything as yeah. for, for aesthetic Yeah. This isn't reasons. a mini cut. We're doing a full, like, proper cut here. So David's kind of going to go through what I go through in uh, prep season. Yep. Not as extreme, obviously, but it's going to be pretty much like that. Um, yep. So I'm really excited. I'm yeah, excited. Well, we can follow along as the podcast episodes yes. go. Yes. You just hear David Torzian going, I'm hungry. <laughs> because again, guys, if you're in a deficit... You are going to be hungry and you should yeah. be hungry. That means the deficit is working. And that goes back to like the people you see on stage who are in bodybuilding competitions. Yes. Guys, we're miserable up there. Okay. Like we love it, but we are fucking hungry as shit. All right. Yes. It's not a <laughs> We are literally counting down until we can go in the back and eat our fucking food. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Like guys, competing is obviously like, this is what I do. I am a competitive bodybuilder. I love it. Um, I probably won't step on stage for another year and that's okay. I love being off season. Um, But the thing is, is being in off season means my calories get quite high. That means I get really, really full and I get really gluggy and I just feel overly full most of the time. David, I'm sure that's what's going to happen to you pretty soon. 
Because yes, again, surpluses. Yeah, like that's just what happens. Um, so then when I start actually tracking down into my deficit, I actually have a little bit more energy because I'm like, mm. oh, I don't feel as full. I feel like yep. very energized. So I do really well in a slight deficit or like a slight less than maintenance calories. Um, but obviously with competing at the end, you're just like, I'm dying. This is fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's fine. It's not for everyone. That's why it's only like six months, you know? Seems like a long time, but. Again, remember, I'm that person that I, it takes me ages. Yeah, It yeah, takes yeah. me ages to diet. It's because, yep. I mean, I'm not young, you know, like I'm yeah. just, I'm not. So it is going to take me a little bit longer as opposed to like a 21 year old who can probably yeah, cut in like eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was actually, um, I was reading an article Jamie. the other day about how Henry Cavill, not Henry Cavill, um, Hugh Jackman, <gasps> sorry, Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, said that he thinks he's done some damage to his not damage to his body, but like like freaked his body out a bit by the by the amount of times that he's had to go. I think it's yeah. ten times he, he's like played Wolverine, so ten times yeah. he's had to go extreme, extreme, absolutely cut, ripped, no energy, yeah. and then back up. Oh so. yeah, it that's it. Like you see some of these girls that do compete, and you know they'll be pretty bad for a long time, which I think is it's awful. Like I again, I'm lucky. I have a great coach. I think I was back to my normal self i missed one period that was it and then i was fine um david if someone's like i still think i need help yeah with my food yeah i don't really know how to navigate this mm-hmm. i'm still a bit scared which is what fair do we have because for them? like nobody like, oh. again we haven't been taught anything we don't even know the basics really we kind of have a rule book but it's ridiculous food rules that's our rule book yes but what but- do we have for them we actually have a little bit of a freebie guide to just we do. intro to how it all works and how simple it is. I think how simple it is. There are a lot of pages in there for something that is like not really a secret. Yeah, it's not really one of these things that's like it's because it's oh, fun. We're going to charge you like four thousand dollars for this super secret Atkins no. thing where you have to buy these special supplements and no, etc. It's super not. It's just like no. here's actually some foods that even if you can't cook. You can cook these to get. You can do numbers. these. And how? Y'all know I can't cook. And just explains it really, really simply. My cat makes an appearance. Yeah. So say hi to Obi. Um, if you guys are interested in our little free nutrition guide, it is called Pwned. We will put it down in the show notes. All you have to do is pop your email in and download it, and you're good to go. All right. Just give it that a read. Yours. And see how simple. Yeah. It is. And if you have any questions, just let us know because yeah. we're here to answer them. Um, the DMs are open. Yeah, DMs are always open. Always, always, always. So, David, really, though, how has this whole flexible eating, new way of food changed your life? Um, It's changed my life in the fact that I don't worry about it anymore. Oh, my God. How good is that? It just doesn't take up space in my brain. Yes. So we need to discuss that, though. How good is it to not be constantly thinking about food? It's kind of funny. Like, it's good knowing... I'm going to eat food during the day. Absolutely. So don't stress about it. Yeah. Like there's definitely- I have food. You've got breakfast, you've got lunch, you've got dinner, you've got snacks. So don't panic that you're missing out. Absolutely. Um, It's so that's been the best part, like not having to see food and go, oh, I must eat that because I'm not going to see another piece of food. Yeah. Or like having FOMO of like other people eating food and you're like- (gasps) It's like, no, you can eat that. You're fine. But also there's stuff that it's like there'll be an office- birthday party and there'll be a cake and I'll be like, oh, you know, what? I actually don't feel like any of the cake. You know, I've already had my breakfast and I've already had a croissant and yeah. coffee and all that kind of I stuff. I already have all this other food fine. to eat. We're good. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to later on when I've got 
Sour Patch Kids and I've got a PB&J and stuff. It's like, it's fine. I don't need the cake. And sometimes people look at you weird. Like, why they would do. you want the cake? Because cake's awesome. It, okay. But how good is it knowing that you have full control of what you're eating and full freedom of what you're eating to where you don't have FOMO of what everyone else is eating? Yeah, it's because like, I'm eating all of the food I like. Exactly. Like, that is such a, like, saying that out loud, I'm like, holy shit, like, we actually have that. And I think that, that that's mm. made a massive impact on me as well, just not being overly consumed with the thoughts of food. Because obviously, when you are dieting, that's all you're thinking about is food. Yeah. Like, you are yep. literally, or like, when you know that you're not supposed to have things, like, oh, I, I can't eat chocolate. Well, what you, what's going to happen? You're going to think about chocolate all the time. Yes. Because you've made it a rule to where you can't have it. Mm. or bread or whatever it is. And look, I might think about pastries a bit more than your average The average person. person. Because I love them. It's because you're a connoisseur, though. So you're helping the people. But I don't stress about them. Like, they're no, not negative. They're not. And it's not also, a negative impact. The flexible eating has also stopped me judging my food versus other people's yes. food as well. Yes, To go, oh, I really wish I had that. Yes. So we'll just eat that then. Just eat it. Just make it work and eat it. I love it. it. Yeah. David, you've had like a massive like overhaul, like body composition wise. Yep. And I know that we have, we've, we've posted it before, your before mm-hmm. and after. It's pretty, it's insane. It's, <laughs> yeah. 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 It is, you know, and, but weirdly it wasn't, the, it wasn't, a, it wasn't the goal. Yeah. It just, it byproduct. just happened. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, but then at some point we did go, well, what if we work towards it? Yeah. We're like, oh shit. That like we can actually do, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just recently had a massive client win and you know that I'm not like a scale weight person, a weight on the scale person. But she was like, I am about to hit under 100 kilos for the first time in ages. And that to me just made me so happy for her because Mm. not seeing a number under 100 has to be so like daunting. And just having that must just be so like exhilarating for her. So I'm very, very excited so we have massively overhauled her nutrition. And again, she's still enjoying things that she likes. She's still going out to eat with her with her husband. She um, told me the other day that she got really lazy and didn't want to cook. So they went to Red Rooster and they made it work. See, guys, you can still eat Red Rooster. I promise. It's fine. Still, Yeah, it's fine. Um, and then I have another client that, I mean, she managed to drop over 55 kilos. Mm. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Insane. I love that. It's crazy. It is. And, that, and But also she didn't probably do much, right? No, it was, again, just training, prioritizing whole foods, protein. Mm-hmm. She knew how important her protein intake was um, and just making sure that she was feeling full because we did put her in a deficit. We had her at maintenance for a long time because obviously mm-hmm. that's how I start off. Um, yep. Went to a deficit and then it just was just falling off. But did she still enjoy eating throughout the deficit? Of course she did. She sends me all sorts of photos of her nachos and her homemade pizzas and things like that. You know, other clients yep. have have had really good success on like meal meal delivery systems. Is that yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, which I don't mind. I think that that's a great alternative for someone that doesn't want to cook. Remember, I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I hate cooking. Um, the only thing I always suggest is just add a little bit more veg to it. So like I just bulk make frozen veggies and add those into it. Yep. Easy. I love this. So we're making like a really awesome, strong nerd army. And I love that. Yeah. And, and we're still thing. eating. Like, a lot of people, like the things that I enjoy doing, again, society's kind of deemed to be the things that are deemed to be unhealthy. Absolutely. It's like a lot of sitting down, yep. playing some video games, games, talking into a microphone, yep. TV, reading comics, yep. TV. But 
there's something to be said for being able to do those things because you love them and do those things without going, oh, I really need to be doing something completely different. Exactly. Um, I think that it says a lot about that person as well. Like just even just changing little things, mm-hmm. just again, small habits, which is great. So if and already we can- we've had a couple of people who are listening to the podcast just maybe get up a little bit earlier and yeah. get a little bit more movement in, in the early part of the day. And you know what? It's not difficult. It's not. And it, it's just a small little tiny change. And that's awesome. That, yes, that's what, I mean, and like, that's what we're here for. Like, that's what we want. Again, we don't want people coming to us out of like, you know, self-hatred or anything like that, or like someone just really like down in the dumps about themselves. We want them to look at what we're doing and be like, holy shit, like I can do that too. Mm. Oh, I can eat. Oh, I can feel better. Oh, I don't have to hate myself. This is great. Like that's fucking awesome. I love that. That is amazing. I think, I think that that's, I think that's cool. It's so cool. It it really is. I love that for us. I love it for everyone else. Oh, me too. I love it for the people about to jump in and try it out. Yeah. That to me is the super exciting part. (gasps) People who have never done it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to try it out. It's kind of like one of those things. It's like, if you have never seen a movie that is like a big movie. And I think you had it with The Matrix. Like you'd never seen The Matrix. Never seen it. And one of your friends was like, oh, I can't believe you've never seen The Matrix. Whereas I go, so imagine, I can't imagine seeing The Matrix for the first time. For the first time. Yes. how mind blown you will be. Because you only get that one chance once to have that amazing experience. Yep. And I think that's the same with like this figuring out that everything else doesn't matter. Like all the other diets that you may have tried or all the other ways you haven't tried. And just like like no rules is all of the rules you need. Yes, no rules. And how rules. that works. Exactly. How simple it is. How it's not got a name. It's not got a, I mean, it's yeah, it, it's, know, well, it doesn't yeah. have a fancy name. But it's all about how, what's going to work for you as well. So again, some people don't yeah. want to track macros. That's fine. We don't do it like that. Some people, you know, like there's different nutrition protocols that we can try that we can make sure that it's going to work for you. So yeah. don't think that like there's just one way and that's it because it's. Just not how it. It's just not how it goes. There's an infinite number of ways because there's an infinite number of people in the world. Exactly. Actually, it's not infinite. Not everyone can have the best day. No. <laughs> no, not everyone can have. The I like best that you day. just got triggered, but you're like, no, no, they can't. No, they can't. Guys, long story. Long story. It's a competition. Um, then. Yeah, it's no competition. None. We don't want that. Everyone can have a good day. Everyone cannot have the best day. Exactly. No matter how many times everyone in a cafe is told that exactly. by a staff member. No. The shade. The shade. Guys, if you have any questions about food or anything like that, we will more than likely do a like question and answer situation on the topic just because. Yeah, we should. You know, that's every again, that's everyone's like thing and they never want to really talk about it because they're a little embarrassed. But we just want to make sure that your questions are answered. And I'd be really interested to see what the questions are. Yeah. Because we'll answer them from a completely non-judgy way. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. actually really fascinated to find out. Exactly. Like, what the preconceived notions of food are, what you've tried, and and the things that we say that don't make sense. Yeah. And, well, that's why, David, that's why I like having you on. Because, again, it it's someone that's not in this industry. It's your experience, your um, words. Experience. Yep. Cool. That's a good word. I like words. I like experience. Yeah, I like experiences, but yeah, that's um, that's more than likely what we'll do. So, guys, just always pop them in our DMs. You know where to find us. Um, so yeah, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this fucking long ass podcast about food. Obviously, y'all know we really like food, so that's why it's so long. I'm not sad about it. I'm not sad about it, David. What's for dinner tonight? 
Uh, dinner tonight is I'm having some chicken burgers. Yum. So that would be um, chicken thighs cooked in some herbs and stuff with some sriracha mayonnaise. Oh, some delicious. Cheese, some lettuce, some vegetables, that type of stuff. What about you? Um, is Jared locked outside? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My husband is locked outside. <laughs> hey, Jared. Should I go get him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oops. Uh, on behalf of um, Smash Talk Podcast, I'd like to formally apologize to Jared for recording this podcast and putting our phones on silent and not hearing uh, his calls or not seeing any of the text messages that he has sent through asking to be let into the house. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Is he okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Jared. I'm the worst wife ever. Yeah, you really Holy are. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. My poor husband. It's fine. Uh, Look, he would have forgotten about it by now. Uh, and that was 511, David. An, it's only 544 <laughs> now. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That has been another episode of Smash Talk. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you so much, Jared, for hanging outside the house while we do this. I'm so sorry. Um, to all my peeps who part of my ever-growing Smash Fitness and Nutrition Army, keep on killing it. And if you are on the fence and this podcast has really just like got you like fired up. Yeah, you hungry? You want to eat? Please remember, you can always go to my website and jump on in, swing on by smashfxn.com and let's go. Thank you for listening. Please remember, you can find my face, my lovely little face, everywhere at SmashFXN. And you can find me in all the places at, at Mr. Shack, S-C-H-A-A-K. Oh, I always miss this bit. <laughs> Look, I feel like the end of this it's podcast fine. has it's gone all, off the rails. Yeah, oh, it's, it's gone wonky. It's fine. Uh, if you like it's what fine. we're doing, please smash the subscribe button to the podcast, drop smash, us the smash, rating, smash. and tell all your friends about Smash Talks. Hey, all those people that you meet who are sad about their food and who want to be happy about their food again, you should tell them yeah. that there's an easy way and some ear pals will help you out. Ear pals will help you. Um, guys, drink some water, stay hydrated, eat your vegetables, please. Um, and we shall see you next week. We are going to have... Another Pastries and Pixels episode next yeah. week. Yes. And we're really oh, excited really about it. One. Oh my God. We, we fangirl and fanboyed a little bit we over this one. So. so much in the next episode. And it's a yeah. long one too, but like it we could have gone for four times as long. So Yeah, we really could have. So make sure to listen to that next week. And then this one, this episode will be out soon. Anyway, what? Yes. Cool. We also yeah. have a special guest on the next episode of Smash Talk, and I'm really Again, excited about it. we're getting it. guests everywhere. I know. I'm so happy. It's my first one on Smash Talk. Yay! Is it going to be Jared explaining to us what he did oh outside God, while we waited? Oh, my God. I feel awful. Okay. Well, you better go talk to him. And Okay. Guys, <laughs> have a great rest of the week. Enjoy. Eat some food, please. Stay hydrated, and we will see you next week. Bye.